given the PRC's ongoing genocide and crimes against uh, humanity in Xinjiang. Ooh, so we're not going to send Ambassador Whatchamacallit. Ooh, boy, I bet you she is shaking in his shoes this morning. It's 507. Good morning, Trey Ware, 550 KTSA FM 1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Hi, Elaine. Hi, Chris. Hi, Don. All right, everybody's here. All present, accounted for. This is National Take a Karaoke Machine to School Day. If you're a teacher, I'll tell you more about that coming up. We found out that, uh, oh, you do, do you? You, you have, Chris has got it and is ready. Oh, what the heck? This happened at Bowie High School in Austin. A substitute teacher came in with a karaoke machine. I wasn't going to start here, but let's go ahead. Came in with a karaoke machine. This is what happened. <laughs> that's uh toxic by britney spears oh is that what's going on <laughs> and he not only had the karaoke machine but i mean he didn't teach anything he sat down at the desk right and he put put that in and set up disco lights and and disco balls in the room yeah, he just did karaoke the whole class well actually no he got two songs in before the principal came down and said you need to leave <laughs> Two songs. He, he, he said, "This is the guy that sat through repeated viewings of School of Rock with Jack Black." And, it's like yeah, inviting you or me to go, you know, sit in on a class and be a substitute teacher. You know, yeah, right? Uh, so go ahead, Chris. Let's hear it again. See if you can pick this out as "Toxic" by Britney Spears. Even the kids were like, uh, these are high schoolers at Bowie High School. Yeah. And, um, this guy's insane. He's just sitting at the desk right. doing that for two and a half minutes. Wow. And then he tore right into a Lady Gaga song. So there so, you go. No word as to why. He, no, he just no, did he it. just did it. You know. Well, his girlfriend didn't leave him or something. <laughs> well, I don't know that he had he was, one of those. That's probably why. Yeah, that could be. And, and you know, if he doesn't have one, now you know. <laughs> yeah, you know why. <laughs> Guy care walks around with a disco karaoke machine. <laughs> Speaking of girlfriends, Don Lemon is in the news this morning. He uh, is uh, allegedly has been texting Jesse Smollett back when this whole thing started. Smollett testified under oath to that fact. Oh. So uh, give him the heads up that, hey, you know, the uh, Chicago police don't believe you. They don't believe you, Jesse, so we need to talk. Jesse, call me. <coughs> snap, snap, call me. And uh, so I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if, if he makes it through this. He didn't talk about Chris Cuomo at all last night, by the way. I bet he didn't. He didn't say a word. Mm. And those two, they were bash Trump bashers, you know? Right. And uh, he didn't say a word about Chris not being there. And um, so, uh, you know, Don Lemon uh, apparently involved like uh, like Chris Cuomo was, you know, texting somebody in the news, giving them a heads up about stuff that's going on in the news. <laughs> that's CNN. This is CNN. No wonder what's his name. Uh, Darth Vader won't let his voice be used over there anymore. I wouldn't either. James, James Earl, Earl Jones. Jones? Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't either. Well, probably, you know, that and the check stopped coming. Well, that's <laughs> true, too. That's a you biggie know, right there. you got a set of pipes like that. You're uh-huh. gonna have, someone's going to have to pay for it. The best so. pipes on the planet are Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Morgan definitely. Freeman. Yeah. Okay, I want to tell you about Border Patrol in Rio Grande Valley. Um, it, it's we're, we're getting inundated again. The flow is continuing, and it's not stopped. We have more uh, illegal crossers. 
In fact, get this number, Rio Grande Valley, 163% spike in illegal encounters just since October. That's 60 days ago or thereabouts. 110,000 illegal aliens since October 1. That's a 163% increase from the same period last year. Another thing I'll just point out, as the Biden administration puts in all these new choking things about uh, Omicron, which is turning out to be a bust, but anyway, no one checked for COVID or vaxxed at the border. So, so far this year, we're somewhere around 2 million since Joe Biden became uh, president of the United States, about 2 million across the border. He wants to give a bunch of $450,000 each or a million dollars per family. And uh, there's a coalition of Republicans who are trying to uh, stop that. Uh, Joe's trying to find another way to go around it so they won't be able to stop it, basically buying votes of those who is uh, importing but you as an american citizen if you leave the country and try to come back into the own country you were born in and possibly served your country in you have to go through all you have to jump through all kinds of hoops uh, to make joe happy and you got to wear a mask and all that meanwhile 163 percent increase in illegal border jumpers since october alone and you remember before october it was even high so these numbers are ridiculous and the Biden administration has once again filed a lawsuit against the state of Texas. Number one lawsuit they filed against us was over the abortion bill, right? Because fetal heartbeat can be heard, but go ahead and murder the baby, even though you can hear the heart beating inside the mother. Murder the baby. Murder him is, is the Biden administration position. Because if you hear a heartbeat, you're committing murder when you kill that baby. That's clear. We know that. Science is clear on that. You hear a heartbeat, that's a human being. You're, you're committing murder. But the Biden administration is okay with that. So uh, they are suing the state of Texas over that. Now they are suing the state of Texas over our uh, redistricting uh, that we did this past uh, uh, legislative session. And basically, they're really mad because they want to gerrymander Texas where they will get the votes out of Texas for Democrats. And uh, what happened was our legislature, they set the rules and they made it fair across the board with all the new people who came in here. That's what it was. And Merrick Garland is a puppet of the left. Thank God he's not on the Supreme Court. He's a puppet of the left. And he filed a lawsuit against Texas yesterday because they want to set the rules for how people vote in Texas. Well, Washington can go straight to hell because this is not their business. What happens in the states is the is the state's business, uh, other than what the states give them in the in the Tenth Amendment. So uh, you know uh, they they just all they're trying to do is rig another election. That's all they're attempting to do is rig Texas to go blue in 2024. They know, by the way, that they are in trouble in 2022 and 2024 they know it so they're going to pull out all the stops i've been telling you what's been going on in australia where they are arresting people who are not vaxxed and locking them up and they have no access to vote or anything else don't think that won't happen here don't think that they won't try that i know for a fact that they want to try it here i've been told by people in dc that they would love to do that here and they have the sites picked out to put people in a non-vaccinated home until you see the right way to go about this and to get vaxxed. Um, we'll see if it actually happens. You know, that's one of those deals you say after the war, but 
uh, that doesn't mean they won't try it. Prosecutor in Michigan says the school officials up there could be charged in that Oxford school shooting. We'll talk about that. The brand new Harvard poll out talking about Trump versus Biden. I got details about that coming up for you as well. And some really weird weather up and down and up and down. It's chilly now, but that's going to change and then it's going to get chilly again. I'll tell you. More. Merry Christmas and a happy new year from all of us at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I just made a big leap, and I caught a hold of a line that was hanging over the side of the Maryland, and I hoisted myself aboard the Maryland. You know exactly what I was going to talk about, didn't you, Chris? Yep. Today, 80 years ago today, Pearl Harbor was, as our president then said, viciously attacked, and by the forces of the Empire of Japan, a date which shall live in infamy. And as we get further and further from it, uh, people, people tend to forget it. That's, we know that's happening with 9-11, but we also see it happening with Pearl Harbor. And 80 years ago, our men, many of them were just beyond boys, were carrying out their duties at Hickam and other places in Hawaii when the Japanese Zeros came flying overhead and began to drop their munitions and shoot at our men who were helpless, basically at that point, because they were not on guard and not ready. Yeah, and it was just a vulnerable location to begin with. Yes, it I was. Mean, how far away is the, the next nearest American military installation from there? And they knew it. Yeah, very strategic on their behalf, but in the end, didn't work out so well for them. Well, and they knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at, that, at that point, you know... Uh, it's been said that their intent was to draw us into the war, but I, I'm not too sure I buy that when I, you know, no. my study of it, that they didn't, they weren't real happy that we were getting in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, we, we had a mindset or the, the men of that time, they, you know, they were called the greatest generation. They had a mindset of that time that they were going to defend this country and defend freedom worldwide, mm-hmm. whatever it took. Right. And men, who were really boys in age, went and lied uh, at 15, 16 years old and said they were old enough to join up, and they joined up and they went to war. Mm-hmm. And we just lost a couple of them in Bob Dole mm-hmm. over the weekend who was just like that. He was, you know, a teen and went and signed up, said, I'm going to do this. The 18, 19 when he signed yeah, up for yeah. the yeah, he was, uh, well, between 18 and 19, because he was born in 23, and this happened in 41. Right. And he went down and immediately signed up. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, of course, the uh, the Jewish officer I told you about yesterday, who was the first to walk into Dachau, and also went to um, Hitler's bunker and picked up uh, his cognac and, and served it at his son's bar mitzvah mm-hmm. many years later. He passed away at at 99 over the weekend as well, uh, the final officer from Easy Company. Uh, those guys definitely are dying off. There's only one left of Easy Company, the Band of Brothers, and uh, I think he's 98 and lives over in Mississippi. Uh, but so many of them were just very young men mm-hmm. who realized what was at stake and went and did what was necessary. And back home as well. The war effort was huge here, too, with women supporting the war and, you know, Rosie the Riveter and people right. like that that yeah. jumped in and did whatever they could do here to, to help out. 
and then the American people. I mean, you know, they they went without power at night so that the the airplanes, Hitler's airplanes, couldn't see where America mm. was. Yeah, a lot of rationing was going on back tons. then, so that the troops could have Absolutely. whatever they needed. Absolutely, everything, everything yeah. was rationed. Basically, you know, rubber and everything yeah, for, for, sugar, for tires, sugar, everything was food, yeah, of all kinds. And uh, so the war effort was was huge, and that's different than the wars that we have now. The wars that we have now don't affect the lives of people back here unless you have somebody serving in the war. Right. Or you are directly connected yeah, you know, through the military some way. Yeah. But if you're like us, you know, wars can carry on and uh, it, you're not affected. Your life is there's, – there's no demand on you whatsoever to do anything. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we've done a thing here at KTSA for years. I mean, I do the, the – remember everyone deployed Friday – every friday but we've done a thing called uh, uh uh the the operation uh, that we do every summer from from may through july where we collect items to send to the troops and it's not that they are so dependent on it because they have you know the the stuff that they need it's the thought that counts right literally yeah you know what the you know of course what they get is you know the basic necessities that they need. Right. However, you know when we do th- and, and other events like that are held year round around the country. Mm-hmm. It's just that extra touch. You know, it it just means something to them because it comes from from you and and Chris and, you know, yeah. and all of us, everybody. You know, so. And we're we're gonna do it again this year. We do. We've That's been great. doing it for I don't know fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years. However long we've been doing it. Yeah. You know. You know. I guess as you mentioned, we we we've lost so many of these World War II veterans. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all in their late 90s at mm-hmm. this point, mm-hmm. you know. I guess uh, the one benefit we have is that it has all been so well documented mm-hmm. that if you choose to go back and, and research the, these incidents, these events, mm-hmm. they're there for you. Well, you know, that's, I highly recommend Ernie Powell's writings yeah. and, uh, because he was there, Yeah, you know, and the you know he wrote exactly what he saw with his own two eyes. Mm-hmm. But there are so many others uh, that were there that documented it, when, and it really... I won't say the first war because we have some footage of World War One, but uh, World War Two was really the the first war I think where we had yeah, where documentation was ubiquitous. I mean, you you went to the they 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 went to my my grandparents uh, and parents would go to watch a movie and they would play a reel yeah, before the, the movie news, started. The news reel before the movie you started. Bet. That, because there was no television really. I right. mean, it was very. It was in its infancy, and it wasn't spread around like it yeah, is. You now. had to know somebody in order to have a TV set yeah, back then. That's right. So. That's right. And I mean, you know, they they listened to FDR on the radio. Yeah. You know, when when he gave that very special speech, uh, that was radio. That was not television. He right. sat there, you know, in the middle of Congress and asked them mm-hmm. for a declaration of war. I don't think we've declared war since. We've been in war, mm-hmm. but right, we haven't de- declared a war since that time. So. A lot of things have have changed since then in America. Our relationship, of course, with Japan is a one that's very close. You know, at this point, it took uh, took a while to repair that, and you know, but uh, it's just um, I I don't want us to ever forget those days and those moments in our history. It's like going back to the Civil War and yeah. what the Civil War cost this country. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Let's hope that never happens. You know, yeah. and, and you you know you mentioned it's it it'll time goes on and, and we often forget as is often the case with the Civil War, which is you know two hundred and fifty some years ago at this point. So. Well, you know the generation that that was most affected by Pearl Harbor and the events of that time, 
they're dying off or dead. Yeah. Right? That whole generation. My grandparents. Right. And so, uh, and my parents, who were deeply affected by that, that generation is, is going away. And it's up to us. I, I, I think I may have mentioned this on the radio last week. It's up to us. I, I preached a message to some men one night. It just happened to be a men's gathering. But, uh, and, and I said, it's up to us to make sure that we're passing these things on to our kids. Don't depend on the school to do it. Don't depend right. on the government to do it. Mm-hmm. Let's, as parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and whatever we are to the, the younger crowd, make sure we're telling them what, what this was all about and what it really meant. And that's what uh, today would be a good day to sit down and explain that no matter what their ages are. Yeah, absolutely. All right, quick break for the news, and then we'll come back. I want to tell you about what's going on with this high school shooting situation up in Michigan and a new Harvard poll. And Texas is looking ahead. We'll tell you more about it. They're saying they bought the gun used in the shooting for their son on Black Friday. 538 now at KTSA. Good morning, Trey Ware here, along with Elaine and Chris and Don. And yes, this is very interesting now because that Oxford High School shooting where that 15-year-old Ethan Crumbly supposedly did it, allegedly did it, um, his parents have been charged already. Remember the whole thing where they tried to get away and they were headed toward the Canadian border, apparently, and they ended up in an art uh, uh, basement of some artist and uh, they would taken $4,000 out of their ATM account and all of those things. Well, they have been charged with involuntary manslaughter. The reason they have been charged is the prosecutor in the case says, well, and her name is Karen McDonald, by the way, uh, they knew, they had knowledge that the guy was or, or could, could have been the type to pull this off, and they didn't intervene. They didn't check his backpack for that gun. <clears throat> In other words, he had access to the gun, et cetera. They, what she said was, quote, they ought to have known that their son was emotionally disturbed and ought to have prevented him from taking a handgun to school. And then she said any individual who had the opportunity to stop this tragedy should have done so. The question is, what did they know, and when did they know it, speaking of the parents? The notion that a parent could read those words and also have access to a deadly weapon that they gave him, it is criminal. And the words that she's referring to there, he had written some violently graphic uh, uh, words and pictures with inscriptions like, the thoughts won't stop, somebody help me, there's blood everywhere, my life is useless, the world is dead, etc. And so... They're claiming, or the claim by the DA, is that the parents didn't intervene when they had seen those words, he had access to the gun, etc. right? Pretty cut and dry in this case. But could the same be said for the school administrators? And that question is now being floated by the people up there and by the prosecutor's office that there's a possibility that the school administrators might have some culpability in there as well because the school staff or school officials knew that he had issues they had seen this stuff before they had reason to believe that the very day apparently this is all being alleged right but apparently the day of the shooting they had reason to believe that he had the gun in his backpack and they had a meeting with him and his parents and if you remember yesterday on where in rima this came up and i said you know, and as much as they said, the prosecutor said to the parents, why didn't you check the backpack for the gun? 
Well, the same could be said to the school officials. Why didn't you check the backpack for the gun? So that was the first thing that hit my mind. Okay, do the school officials have some culpability here as well? Well, apparently the DA is looking into that. There's a possibility they could be charged in this case as well. The other thing that I said, and I mentioned this on Warren Rima yesterday, I want to know, and I think we all want to know, if he was on some sort of antidepressant or some sort of uh, psychiatric care or whatever, right? You're drawing pictures like this. You're saying the thoughts won't stop. You're saying the world is dead and all these things. Um, it just seems that every time this happens, this kind of thing happens, that we find out in subsequent um, uh, trials and what have you, that the child or the person or the young adult or whatever was under the care of some sort of uh, psychologist, psychiatrist or whatever, or was on the medications. And a lot of it leads back to these medications, apparently. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see when they go ahead and if there's going to be a, a, a move to charge the school administrators. That will have a numbing effect with schools all across this country. If you start holding school administrators accountable for stuff that they know and that they didn't act on, you talk about a wake-up call to, to school officials across America. Uh, new Harvard uh, Caps-Harris poll is out. Shows once again, this is another one. This has been going on for months now, that Donald Trump would slaughter Joe Biden if the election were held today. When it comes to 2024 primaries, also Donald Trump slaughters everybody else. 67% of Republicans say they want Donald Trump. And uh, we, we have a real issue going on here with stuff that we're not making in America. And Texas is stepping forward in a big, big way. But when we come back, I want to tell you about something we're not making in America that we, you know, with all the crisis that we're having with not getting stuff on the shelves, this is a huge one that is just a few weeks away from right now and will affect the lives of almost every American. I'll tell you about that. Tamales on their Christmas dinner menu. Huh? Certain ingredients in the traditional dish, more expensive than ever. What? If they're around at all. What? Huh? I drive a million miles. What? First, I heard about a tamale uh, ingredient shortage. What are we missing? Well, what, 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 what's in short supply? Everything? Well, it started with the cream cheese okay. being short supply. All right. Now we got now we got tamale ingredients in short supply. Somebody tell me what's happening with this story. This is the first time here that we're on. We better not be. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I mean, you know, we can deal without, uh, without the semiconductor chips. Right. Right. Because you can't eat that at Christmas time. No. And we can sort of deal with what I'm going to talk about here in a second, which is the pharmaceuticals, because, you know, you're not going to eat your... Well, you are going to eat your pill, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but come on, man. This will They're be not a, very appetizing. Right. This will be a national disaster if we don't have tamales. What are we missing? Are we missing? I mean, there's plenty of hogheads, right? Lots of that out there. Plenty mas masa. No. The masa's missing. We're missing masa. You know what oh, I know? No. You know what I noticed, though, is that when you go to the store, there's the, the, the shelves where the pasta are bare. Yeah. You noticed that the other day. Oh, no. Don, it's everywhere. Almost everything you look at, pasta's gone. 
Pasta yeah. is gone. And you know why that is? Because it keeps forever. So people are going, and they're buying every box, and they're putting it away in the back of the the uh, thing, you know, the cupboard, right. and they're keeping it there for a rainy day. They see what's coming with this, man. And so every box, you're right. I was at, were you at Walmart? I was. I was, too. Yeah. Maybe the same one. But I was at Walmart, and they, every bit of pasta was gone. And it wasn't like that week before Christmas. Yeah. It's all gone. It's it's out of there. Yeah. And it was, a, like, it was probably last week where yeah. I noticed. It yeah. Was, yeah, us too. It was missing. So. Well, I went there Friday, I guess it was. Yeah. And there was no pasta to be had. Went to HEB, and they had the same thing. I mean, you, you look around and go, where is everything? Well, it's floating out in the ocean. Yeah. That's where it is. Right. And so no, this is this is Revolution two point oh. If we don't get our if we don't get tamales around here for, for Christmas time, man. Well, I'm more concerned about not having any spaghetti for tomorrow because well, Wednesday is Prince Spaghetti Day. Is it? Yeah. Well, come on. <laughs> we ain't you know, gonna have no spaghetti for tomorrow. You remember those old T V commercials? Oh right? yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah. I do. I Anthony <laughs> <laughs> The lady screaming for Anthony. That's right. Yeah. Well, so here's the deal, and and Greg Abbott was addressing this yesterday. The supply chain issue is also causing a big problem with the semiconductor chips. We all know about that. Right. Semiconductor chips are in everything, from your phone to your car to now some toilets. I mean, semiconductor chips work on everything these days, right? And for the past 30 years, we have not been manufacturing anything. We've been sending it all to where? Look on the bottom of it. What does it say? Ah, China. Yeah, Taiwan. Okay, there you go. That's where everything is being made. I realized it this year because every year my mom would buy those Christmas bears at Walmart with the year on the foot. And this year, Nogati. Why? Because they're all in China. They're out on a boat. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have the Christmas bears. And every year, we've had one every year since 19-whatever. And my mom wow. used to buy them. We've got them all. We've got all yeah. our Christmas bears, and we've continued that tradition in our family. Well, guess what? Tradition is going to suffer this year because they no got Can't find one. Nope. Uh, so, you know, the, you've got them everywhere, the, and particularly the, the chips are a real big deal right now, missing mm-hmm. these uh, right. semiconductor chips. Well, here's an even bigger deal as far as I'm concerned. You can live without a semiconductor because really, quite frankly, a lot of us would be better off if we didn't have a phone in our pocket. Okay, uh, a lot of I'd us have be, to agree with that. You know, yeah. right? A lot of us would be better off if we had to roll down our windows in our cars instead of pushing a button and having it do it by itself. A remote start and all that kind of stuff that we use semiconductor chips for in vehicles. You had me till rolling down my <laughs> own window. <laughs> do you know my grandkids? I asked them the other day. They've never seen a roll down window, ever. I don't think they even make them anymore. One, no, they don't. One seventeen and one fourteen. They've never seen a roll down window in a car. <laughs> so anyway, the here's the biggie though. We have a huge supply chain backlog on pharmaceuticals. And we're talking about pharmaceuticals across the board. More than 80% of the pharmaceuticals that are consumed in America are made in China and India. More than 80%. So when you're talking about not being able to get your diabetes medicine as an example, you know, uh, you can't get your insulin. You can't get you know, I may name it. There's a million medications are taken every day by, you know, millions upon millions of Americans. And because it's all manufactured in China and India, we have a huge shortage. And we are now getting uh, the high sign that this is going to be a major issue in the next few weeks. Like the beginning of 2022 mm-hmm. is when we start to run out of supplies here. It's one thing to go to Walmart and the pasta shelf is empty. It's another to go to pharmacy at Walmart and look back there, and they ain't got that. They, you, you say, you know, your doctor calls in a prescription. They say, sorry, can't fill it. 
but it's all because Joe Biden's a great president. He's the best we've ever had. 81 million people voted for this. The drug companies can't keep up. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> they cannot keep up. Well, actually, the drug companies down in Mexico and in Colombia, they're keeping up just fine. They're doing well. Right. Right. Joe Biden. Legal yeah. drug companies. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, you're talking the legal ones. So there is a bit of a difference between the two. He's done very well for the cartels. They're having a good time under Joe Biden. But, you know, it's a, it's a serious issue. You know, you think about the pasta you just mentioned. Right. It's another thing when you think yeah. you go to the pharmacy and there's nothing in the pharmacy. Hmm. And we're facing that kind of thing right now. All right, back in just a minute. More coming up, KTSA. Reduces their role in COVID 19 transmission, but also protects them from pediatric severity. And you're nuts. That's a guy from the World Health Organization wants to vaccinate like two, three year olds. You're nuts. You're out of your mind. Anyway, 606, good morning. Trey Ware here on KTSA. We're going to talk about that uh, Pearl Harbor Day 80 years ago today, the date which shall live in infamy, and we remember it on uh, this show. But it's eerily familiar. 80 years later. And I'll explain how coming up this morning. 210-599-5555. Elaine is to my right. Chris is on my center. And Don's to my left. That has nothing to do with politics. That's just the way they sit. Um, we just move the roof around. And then, you know, the next thing you know, everybody else is all jumbled up. Study now suggesting 70% of Omicron has not mutated to evade vaccines or natural immunity. This is great news, folks. In Israel, in uh, Italy, they ran Omicron's unprecedented number of spike protein alterations. I think the number is up to like thirty-seven or thirty-eight at this point. Through a mathematical model, the idea was to gauge how well the virus will be recognized by the body, and they found out seventy percent of the spike had not evolved to evade vaccines or natural immunity, and in theory, will still be targeted by the immune system of a vaccinated or recently infected person. That Omicron is, uh, you know, will, will fall underneath the, the vax. Um, you know, we'll see, but that's what they're saying over in this latest study. That's good news. Now, Peter McGinn is a 30-year-old. He went to New York for an anime convention, fully vaccinated and boosted. Why don't we just say fully vaccinated is three shots now because that's what it is, and they're going to go to four, and they're going to go to five, and they're going to go to ten and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, he was there. Half of whom that were there that he knew tested positive. He said, it never really crossed my mind to think that I had COVID, but after returning to Minneapolis from the trip, he heard from a friend who said, I've got it. So he took a rapid at home test, showed that he was positive. Then he went and had the PCR test and the further test and showed that he had Omicron. Called himself uh, patient zero because he was the first one to test positive that they knew for sure on record that had Omicron here in the United States. He said, I didn't even know I was sick. I didn't know I had anything. He said, I've recovered without any problem whatsoever. Yet in New York City yesterday, the avowed communist mayor up there who is a lame duck who's just going to throw Molotov cocktails all over that place on his way out the door. The end of his mayorship ends on New Year's Eve at 11.59 p.m. That's Bill de Blasio, the commie. Well, he threw a whole bunch of new commie rules on the people of New York City. Everybody in that city who is employed must be vaccinated. 
whether you work for a government entity or a private entity, you have to be vaccinated by December 27th. I don't know what he's going to do. You know, are they going to kick everybody out of New York who's not vaccinated? Are they going to fire everybody in New York who's not vaccinated? Because let me tell you something. He's already wrecked New York. New York has been emptied out by this commie. People have left and gone to Florida in droves for the freedom that Florida and Texas has to offer from New York. And de Blasio's just messing it up some more. Why? Well, number one, he's a commie. Number two, he's a commie. Number three, he wants to be governor, hardy har har. And so he's trying to move to the left of all the other gubernatorial candidates, and he wants to be the commie candidate for the governorship of, of New York City. Um, he also uh, implemented a five-year-old vaccination uh, mandate, or kids can't go inside. What are you going to do? Throw all the kids outside in the middle of the street in the wintertime, December 28th, who are not vaccinated? Of course he's crazy. He's absolutely crazy. And the people of New York City have come to know that this guy is absolutely crazy. Businesses now and business associations and trade organizations out there saying he never consulted with us. He didn't tell us. He didn't inform us. He didn't ask us. We had no idea that this mandate was coming. Well, let me just tell you this, guys. Calm down, cool your jets a little bit, because just like what's happening to Biden across the country, this is going to be overturned in the courts as well. question is, how fast are they going to be able to get it to the courts? It's not going to do any good if they don't get it there before the 27th, because all these people will have to go get vaccinated or lose their jobs or, I guess, be kicked out of New York City. The insanity. For what? For what? For something that we know now, according to research, is a blip. According to research and according to the people that have it, that have had it. But it's all about communist government control, period, full stop. And that's what he's doing, communist government control in New York City. Because they know if they can do it in New York, they can do it across the country. They know if they can do it there, they can do it across the country. Pearl Harbor Day, 80 years ago today, this is Pearl Harbor uh, Remembrance Day. December 7th, 1941, a date which shall live in infamy. And as we talked about last hour, if you were asleep then, uh, last hour we talked about how as we get further and further away from that date and more and more people from that time period pass away, uh, more and more people are, you know, it's becoming, it's becoming less and less of a, of a, a memory for people. Um, and as I've talked to groups across the state, when I go speech, when I go give speeches, I say it's up to us, you know, to pass these things on to the next generation. Don't depend on the schools. Don't depend on the government to, to teach kids about what's going on. And when it comes to Pearl Harbor, we must be taught. Because if you're not, you are destined to repeat history. And today, as we speak right now, there are two countries moving for world domination. Now, if you go back to 1941... There were two countries moving for world domination, weren't there? That resulted in a world war. Today, China and Russia are making moves toward the same end. China is on the moon right now as we speak, and they are advancing more quickly than we are on space issues. China is also looking at having several bases in the Atlantic, close to our eastern seacoast. 
Russia is looking to move into Ukraine. And today, Biden and Putin are going to have a conversation about them moving into Ukraine and what will be the ramifications if they move into Ukraine. Well, apparently he's going to tell Vlad today that, yeah, if you move into Ukraine, we're going to put some economic sanctions on you. Economic sanctions. Uh, you had the greatest economic sanction on Russia under Donald Trump that you've ever had on Russia, and it was crippling Russia. Russia was not able to sell their oil. Donald Trump had brought us in the United States to energy independence. We didn't. We we were free of having to worry about the Middle East or Russia or anybody else. And in fact. Right before he left office, we were about to start selling oil to the European Union, primarily Germany, because they couldn't get it from Russia. Their pipeline was not complete. Why do you think Russia's been fighting so hard in Syria all these years? That is their base to offload oil. So now, what what this airhead, who is our president, did, airhead president, He immediately said to Russia, go ahead and build your pipeline to Germany. And so instead of buying oil from the United States, they're buying it from Russia. Russia is putting all that money into their military machine. Just like China has put all the money that we've spent buying pharmaceuticals and semiconductor chips and phones and everything from China, they put it into their military as well to use for world domination. So when you forget history, when you don't pass history on, you end up repeating history. And just like in 1941, when you had two countries vying for world domination, here we are in 2021 with two countries moving for world domination as well. And they're China and Russia and not the United States. Ernie, go right ahead. You're on. Yeah, uh, Trey, good morning. Uh, I uh, I hope that that guardian angel uh, wins the uh New York mayorship. Uh, what's his name? He's a guardian angel. No, he didn't. It was Adams who won. You're talking about Curtis Slewa. Curtis Slewa did not win. It was yeah. Adams. Yeah, Adams won up there. Yeah, and and Trey, a while ago when you were talking about Bob Dole, uh, you forgot one name, and we should never forget this names. The Sullivan Brothers. Well, sure. Um, no doubt about that. But, Ernie, what I was talking about was we, in the past couple of days, we've lost two more great World War II heroes in oh, Bob Dole yes. and, and the man who uh, helped liberate Dachau, uh, who just Definitely. passed away over the weekend as well. So, yeah, Definitely. for sure. I don't, I, I'm not trying to leave anybody out. I was just talking about in the past couple of days, we have lo- we're losing more and more of those great men from that time around Pearl Harbor. Thank you, Ernie. I appreciate it. 210-599-55. ESA and FM 1071. The troops here say they're ready to defend to the death, but they'd likely face overwhelming force. But what we don't know are what the Kremlin's intentions really are. Create pressure for concessions or really to occupy Ukraine on Europe's fringes. Yeah, right. 622 now, KTSA, Trey Ware Hill. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Border Patrol says the border's out of control. Thank you for that news update. <laughs> the Border Patrol says the border's out of control. Thank you for the breaking news. They've had, in 24 hours, 2,300 illegal encounters. 2,300. 
110,000 illegal encounters since October 1st alone. Uh, alone. That's a 163% increase from the same period in 2020. Yeah, it's out of control. By the way, I'll just uh, throw this in here. Not a one of those 110,000 were vaxxed or checked to be vaxxed or anything. But you leave the country on an airplane, country you were born in, and you try to come back, and you've got to be all of the above. When you said it's illegal encounters. Yes. Because people legally stream across the border every single day. That's right. Back and forth. And that a lot of the, you know, trucks, you know, mm-hmm. sure. you know trafficking whatever mm-hmm. get through the legal channels. That's right. So there's just increases everywhere. It's increases all over the place, man. That's a hundred and sixty three percent increase of illegal encounters and they're being welcomed in the country and they're being resettled in the country. And it has just, it's continued to go up. People have been, you know, saying, well, it must be going down. No, this is, this is unprecedented because it continues to go up and up. So it's incredible what's going on. It's incredible what's going on in Afghanistan as well and, and heartbreaking and sickening all at once. In Afghanistan right now, UN is now saying that they've got mass starvation going on. Why? Because we're not there anymore. The, Joe Biden did this. With the Afghanistan situation right now, nearly 23 million people, 55% of the population. Think about that right now. If half of our popula- over half of our population in America was starving. But that's what's going on in Afghanistan. Temperatures in Afghanistan have already begun to dip below freezing now. Even colder temperatures are to come. Over 3 million Afghans currently displaced by conflict or lacking shelter, medical supplies, food, and clothing. About a million Afghan children are in imminent danger of death Less than four months after we left, because of the way that Joe Biden left, he didn't have any safeguards put in place four months ago. The U.N. is estimating that a total of 8.7 million people in the country are at risk of famine this winter alone. And what do we need? They need $375.9 million from us to be able to help feed the folks in Afghanistan. Joe Biden did that. He should pay the 375 That's what I think. So you took your boy car shopping yesterday, Don. That's a cool thing. He needed a, he needed a car, so you took him shopping. But I saw on your Facebook page that somehow, miraculously, you were able to arrange for the Mr. Softy truck, or Mrs. Softy, I guess it was, yeah, she to, was. to be there <laughs> when you yeah. pulled into the Kia. Yeah, it just it just so happened. <laughs> just so happened she was you know, there. We were, we were sure. driving. We were driving down 35, uh-huh. and, and I missed the exit because right. we were talking, and and <laughs> and I said, "Well, it's you know, it's that one. Right? That's the dealership right there. We want to go to. Of course, it and, is and, with the softy truck. I know I hadn't seen it. He spotted it first. Oh, really? Because I'm driving the car, and I'm on 35, and you know how traffic. Sure, is. Sure, of course. And so we're coming along, and I said, "Well, you know, I missed the exit. It's that one right there." <laughs> and he says. You mean the one with the Mr. Softy truck? <laughs> Brakes were screeching. Yeah. You look like Mario Andretti. Like, no, man, don't be joking with your dad. I'm old and I don't have many good days left. My eyesight's not that you great. Don't, you don't want to ruin what, what few good days I have Elizabeth, left. Elizabeth, you know? here yeah. I come. Right, yeah. Because that's the guilt trip I lay on them now. Sure, of course. Hey, I don't have many good days left. That's right. You know? They Bring never, your grandkids around, Mario. They never buy it. You better buy still. a car. You're going to be walking home, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So I mean, you found the Mr. Softy truck. Yeah, we well we, at the car dealership. We spun around and and 
<laughs> the young girl who drives the Mr. Softy truck. Uh-huh. And this is the greatest thing. We we go over and we pull up and uh of course here come the salespeople. Oh da 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 Sure. And I'm like, well hold on a second. First things first. Absolutely. We're going to get some ice cream. And uh they he goes, Well, you're here looking at cars. I'm like, Yeah, but you know, first, you know, we need to we need so ice cream. If you're thinking you had the salespeople buy the ice cream for you. Yeah, I I thought about that. See what I'm saying? Right. Which one of you want to sell me a car? Yeah. I like the one with everything on it right here. That brand new son of a gun over there. I'm interested Uh if you buy me an ice cream. Exactly right. right. Toss any ice cream, we can talk. The the best part about it all was we get the ice cream, and I say to the girl, I said, it must be great to drive the ice cream truck. Do you ever reach back and get yourself a little dish? And she says, no, I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> so, well, you know, I said, that's kind of like me trying to sell combs. But I, can't <laughs> tell, I can't tell you how. <laughs> Hairbrushes. Yeah, exactly. He, he works for Sally Beauty Supply over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that. but I, I have a hard time believing that it just happened that way, that it just happened to be there when I know. Know that you have as number one in your cell phone the Mr. Softy guy. I know that that's your. You got him on speed dial. Well, no, I don't. I have the app. Well, there the you app. go. But you know, I didn't even look. I it was to be honest with you. Sure it was okay. Sure, Don. But I wasn't I even thinking you. about it. <laughs> it must have been, as they say, a Christmas miracle. There it is. So, you got it. And that's what I said. It's a Christmas miracle on Mr. 30, Softy truck on I thirty five Street. Yep. There you right go. There on the side of the highway. That's it was great. like it was meant to be. Good for you. Yeah. Did the kid get a car? That's the only thing. <laughs> Forget the ice cream. Did the kid get a car out of this deal or not? No, not yet. Oh, God. <laughs> not all miracles have sprinkles. Right. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Dad yeah. got the ice cream. The kid didn't get a car. Oh, well. Right. There was a big difference between, you know, the eight bucks we spent on the ice cream and the 28000 he was thinking of spending on the You car. know, so, yeah. it's amazing, right? Yeah, right? It's crazy. Yeah. All right, quick break. Uh, tell you more on the other side. KTSA. Um, I'm going to tell you about quarter moon, all right, because, uh, you know, Saturday's coming. And I'm not saying it's going to be a, like a massive freeze thing, but it's going to be cold enough Saturday night, Sunday morning, where you're going to notice the difference. You will know. Chances are real good if you haven't already turned on the furnace that, you know, Saturday night, Sunday morning, you're probably going to flip the, the furnace on. And if it's for the first time, it's going to smell bad, you know. And if you haven't had it checked out by somebody like Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, then you don't know if it's going to be ready. And you don't know if it's going to be safe. And that's the big thing right there. So please call them at 210-651-5899. Now, if you buy, by the way, one of their air purifiers that takes out 99% of microbial growth, helps with allergies and asthma and so much more year-round, if you buy one of those, they're going to do the free heat check for you. It's a $99 value. They'll do it absolutely free for you at quarter moon. But uh, now's the time to get ahead of this. It's Tuesday, right? So you got the rest of the week to have them come out and do their heat check and make sure you're ready for what looks like it's going to be a pretty chilly night on Saturday night and Sunday morning. And Quarter Moon's ready to roll to you right away and get her done. All right, so give them a call at 210-65. The we filed today alleges that Texas has violated Section 2 by creating redistricting plans that deny or abridge the rights of Latino and black voters to vote on account of their race, color, or membership in a language minority group. Man, the, the AG... And the Department of Justice have fully been weaponized against conservatives and now being used against the state of Texas, clearly. 
This is the second major lawsuit that the AG and the Department of Justice under Joe Biden weaponized, just like the IRS was under Barack Hussein Obama, to be used against conservatives. So, dude, Mr. AG, Merrick Garland, thank God you're not on the Supreme Court. That's all I can do every time I hear your name is thank God you're not on the Supreme Court. He's such a leftist and really does not have his own brain to which to think. He is being told what to do by higher-ups, by his bosses, being told what to do. And this is the latest example. The first example, of course, was the lawsuit over our new abortion law that says if you can hear a baby's heartbeat inside the mom, you may not murder that child, which it, it clearly is if you hear the heartbeat. That's murder. And he's suing the state of Texas over that law. I say 10th Amendment them right on out of D.C. Now, this one, the redistricting is done every 10 years. And they're claiming that, you know, we hate blacks and Hispanics here in Texas, so they we, we redrew the, the, the boundaries here this past legislative session to make sure they can't vote, which is a bunch of crap hole if you know anything about it. It's simply not true. Do you know what's happening, Merrick? you know what's happening, Joe Biden? Do you know what's happening, Democrats? You have moved your party so far away from black and Hispanic voters, they are now joining the conservative movement. That's what's happening. Counties and areas all along our border are now beginning to turn red and vote Republican that were blue forever. Why? Because your stupid policies. That's why. Number one is your policy concerning the border. When you open the border, you collapse the border, and now people along the border, primarily Hispanic communities of Texas, are being overrun with illegal aliens destroying their property, taking jobs, and ruining lives. That's the reality of what's happening on the ground. So what the uh, uh, Biden administration is attempting to do right now is change the voting in Texas so that Texas turns blue and Texas goes for the Democrats in 2022 and 2024. They're trying to meddle in our elections here in Texas. Thank God we have uh, an attorney general here in the state of Texas who's going to stand up to him and tell him where to jump off. And that means invoking the 10th Amendment. Get out. We're not violating any uh, Voting Rights Act. People have all the rights that they, that they need here in the state of Texas to vote. And Ken Paxton has said he's going to stand up to him, and good, good. I say stand up to him, because all they're trying to do, you see, the Biden administration understands that they're in trouble next year, and they're in trouble in 2024. The Democrats understand that this administration and what they have done by moving over there to the left of AOC, what they have done is they've chased off all of their moderates. All the people who were lifetime Democrats, who were moderates in their party, are looking and seeing what these people are doing to the destruction of our country, and they're leaving the Democrat Party, and they know they've got a mess next year and an even bigger mess in 2024. And so what they're attempting to do with Omicron first and all these new suppressive rules on an American way of life is to do the cheat again, like last year, to put that in effect so that they can control people through voting by mail. And the other thing they're attempting to do, particularly here in the state of Texas, is go against the, the wishes of the people of Texas and what happened in the redistricting last, uh, last legislative session. And they're trying to insert themselves in, in the state of Texas uh, and they, they've been doing it in Florida, too. They've been trying to mess with DeSantis down there, too. We are the biggest target 
us and Florida are the biggest targets. We have a huge target on our back for the communists, like the Castro commies, and uh, and, and Washington, D.C. They have to have Texas. They have to have Florida. And they know it, and they're coming after us big time. And Merrick Garland, you're nothing but a political hack. You're doing what your big political bosses are telling you to do, and the Department of Justice is supposed to be blind that way. But that's not who you are. That's not who you are. The quicker we can remove everybody out of this administration and remove this administration and replace this administration with with actually people who care about what happens in this country, the better off we're going to be. The real question is, can we survive another three years with this administration in place? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a whole, whole lot of confidence there. I'll tell you, I, you know, here, here's another example. And Tucker brought this up on his show last night. Shut down D.C. today says that they are going to shut down Congress. They're a radical leftist organization. They call it December 7th, shut down the Capitol. They're a radical leftist organization who says today, December 7th, they're going to march on the Capitol and shut down the business of Congress. That they're going to turn out en masse today. That's what they say on their website. So we have prosecution going on right now for January 6th. Nancy Pelosi's sergeant-at-arms is welcoming this shutdown group today. What is the difference? Well, of course, it depends on your political proclivities, right? So this group that's a leftist group is welcome to come shut down Congress today, according to Nancy Pelosi's chief bodyguard, the sergeant-at-arms of the Congress. Come on in, guys. January 6th, people are being prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. It's okay if you're on the left to march and shut down Congress. It's not okay if you are a conservative. Anybody listening yet? Anybody awake yet to what's going on? If anybody needs to get woke in this country, it is conservatives. All right, quick break. We come back. West Punch from uh, Bridgehead IT is going to join me. We're going to talk about uh, things going on technically, you know, Tech Tuesday here on KTSA with Wes and Bridgehead IT. But uh, he's got a goodie today. You know all those telemarketers that call your cell phone, call your home phone all the time? How do you, for free, protect yourself? Girl. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Well, uh, so this is, you probably go through this too. Uh, I don't have an extended warranty on my car, but they keep trying to re-up my extended warranty. The people who call my phone, hey, listen, we need to renew your extended warranty, so give us a call back and we'll renew. And the other one is, can we buy your house? And I always say, yeah, g- give me about $10 million, and they hang up on me, see. But that's the that the telemarketers drive you crazy, and we know that. Well, my friend Wes Bunch from Bridgehead IT, he joins me on Tuesdays during the year, and we talk about what's going on in the tech world. And now he's got a freeway for you to be able to say goodbye to some of these phone calls. Good morning, Wes. Good morning, Trey. Quick question for you. Do you have any idea how many people and companies have your phone number right now? Oh, could be millions. Millions. No, it's yeah, I mean, it's it's thousands, probably more. Uh, and, you know, your, your personal phone number, it, it can do a lot of damage in the wrong hands. You know, it's an easy way for someone to connect you to a leaked password. They can even, you know, like intercept your two-factor authentication codes. Plus, as you mentioned earlier, it's really annoying to get those sales calls. In fact, I got woken up in the middle of the night last night uh, uh, for one. It's just... It's maddening. And so, you know, I, I, I'm a believer that no matter how long you've had your phone number, it's really never too late to start becoming more discreet.
compete with it. So there's a free and easy option with a product called Google Voice. It gives you a free phone number that you can use for just about anything. It works for domestic calls, international calls, texts, and it even has voicemail on it. So all you need is a Google account to get started. You can download Google Voice. You can pick a phone number out of you know a list of available phone numbers, and you're done. And now you can use that number for really anything you please. I, I set it up a few years ago when I listed a house for rent, and I didn't want to publish my cell phone number. And when I got called, Calls from you know prospective renters, I knew exactly what they were calling for. So you basically take that number and you give that out, and you protect your cell phone number or landline number if you still have one. So there's another app as well. If you're not a big Google fan, there's one uh, called Burner App. Uh, Burner App works a lot like Google Voice, and it's just intended to keep a number for a short period of time. So you might want to use it for things like you know Craigslist ads, or you know some people use it for like online dating, social media, you know websites that require a phone number. Uh, Burner App's also free for download with uh, Android and iOS, and uh, you can also choose a phone number in a different area code. So if you want to kind of obfuscate where you live, it's a great way to you know kind of fly under radar so i <laughs> i want i want one of those international numbers like mexico you know you got to put in the plus zero one one seven two you know that i want one of those so I've, I've got a friend who and his business does really well he does this for commercial accounts and like as an example one of his biggest clients is a hospital uh, I, I had no idea until I started talking to him about this, but w- before his company, what, what his company does goes in and blocks all these telemarketers from calling companies, right, on a commercial basis. Because so, telemarketers, just like they call your cell phone, they're calling the front desk of companies, right? Yeah. And so in his case, his biggest client is a hospital. What they found out was the, the receptionist on the front desk at the hospital was spending more time answering these kind of telemarketing calls than she was actually with patients and doctors and, you know, taking care of the business of the hospital. Yeah, it can make your phone dysfunctional. And and I will tell you, I have, you know, you might think it's too late. Oh, I've had my number forever and so many people have it. It's not worth it. No, I've, I've experienced a measurable decrease in those types of calls since I've been doing this. You know, those, those numbers eventually age out in people's systems. And so, um, you know, is it is it perfect? No, but it's just one more tactic to help, you know, fly under radar of fraudsters and telemarketers and all those guys that drive you crazy. Is there any way, you know, we used to have a list or something in the state of Texas where we'd say, put me on your do not call list, you know, when people would call. I guess that's kind of ineffective now that most of these are robocalls, right? How they are, I just, I just, you know, I feel like I'm on that list. And then prior to doing this, I, I don't feel like I ever felt that I was on it, like it, it really ever right. worked. Exactly. Um, you know, there's those technologies we talked about back in July that they're really allowing these companies, these telecom companies, to crack down on these robocalls. But I'm, I'm just, I was still getting them. And, and you know, this is just, I, I believe in t- attacking this in layers. And this is just one more layer, one more way to keep my phone functional, keep it for friends and family. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I want mine for. And uh, otherwise, I'm going to throw it up against the wall soon if this continues because <laughs> it's been running me crazy. <laughs> this year, I've had a ton of them, man. And, and, and another one they do is they call and they say, uh, this happened to me last week. Uh, you've got a case pending against you. If you don't hit one right now, we're going to come take you and throw you in jail. Really? What case are you talking call about? You at ten o'clock at night. Oh yeah, it's not just during. I mean, they'll call you all hours. Oh it's, yeah, it's just it'll drive you crazy. Well, I think when they call during the show, I'll just start putting them on the air, and we'll have fun with it. Anyway, <laughs> Wes, thank you for Bridgehead IT. Of course, at two ten four seven seven seventy nine ninety nine, and we'll talk again for Tech Tuesday coming up. Thanks, Wes. Always a pleasure, Trey. Thank you. Talk to you again soon. Um, so, okay, those Michigan school officials 
Could they be culpable in what happened with the mass shooting at Oxford? Well, if you took what the DA said about the parents, then yes, yes, I think that a lot of what she said about the parents probably applies to uh, the school administrators, and we'll talk about that. And and if she charges any of the school administrators, that's going to have a huge impact on schools all across the country and how they handle these kinds of cases going forward. So we'll talk about that and where and Rima coming up. And, of course, transgender back in the news today. I don't know if you've been seeing the story about this swimmer at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, he's a man. And he is competing in women's swimming, and he is slaughtering them. A 38-second win over second place the other day, just winning all kinds of world records and how he feels good about himself, I'll never know. We'll talk about that, too.